0: Welcome to The Uncertainties, the podcast for 20 somethings who don't quite have their shit together yet. I'm your host, Karis, and the reason that I started this podcast is because the last few years have been a huge learning curve for me. Entering the world of work, moving out of my family home, trying and often failing to face up to the challenges of becoming a fully fledged adult. It can be overwhelming at the best of times and I hope I'm not the only one who feels like this. In fact, I know that I'm not because I'm gonna be speaking to a ton of my friends and people that I admire about the struggles that they are facing now or have in the past and how they are still able to absolutely smash life. If this all sounds a little bit too serious, don't worry guys, it's basically just gonna be a safe space to share life's tragic stories. I have known my guest today for well over 10 years, and we were just little kids singing and dancing our way through a tally comedy. Since then, she's pursued a career in creative art and photography, completing internships and work experience as a fashion PR assistant at New Look, a fashion styling assistant at ITV Studios, and a studio assistant at Selfridges. She's also the co-founder of Nacho Creative, alongside her boyfriend Nathan, which is a company and creative studio that offers a variety of visual content for brands and events, generating high-quality commercial photos and videos. Hi Flojo. welcome Hello. to the podcast. <laughs> how are
1: you doing? Yeah yeah no liked it, very very detailed.
0: Thank you, thank you. Do you like <laughs> how I had to like throw in our uh, dancing and singing at times? Oh loved it,
1: it. yeah. Getting yeah that just, background. Just getting
0: that performer background. <laughs> in early, <Yeah>. everyone. <laughs> um, but anyway, how are you? What's going on? How's life?
1: Oh, where to start? Um, this whole year is just kind of a blur, it's, it's difficult to sort of pin down <laughs> points to talk about. Where to about. begin, yeah. Um, yeah, no, we are good. Um, things are picking up a little bit more recently, um, yeah, staying positive, everything's, yeah, looking like it's on the up again now, which is Yay, good. Yeah, that's good. So, yes a lot better than a few months ago but I'm sure that's the case yeah for everyone, so.
0: yeah yeah definitely because I remember the last time I spoke to you I felt like we were a little bit more in the like not the depths of, I was gonna get really dramatic the depths of the stare <laughs> of coronavirus but like I feel like it was definitely more in the time where we were just like full full lockdown and had no idea when things were mm-hmm. letting up or whatever and you were yeah. definitely like I don't know what to do because a lot of your I mean that's basically your whole like business model really isn't it is like go like you need to go and be with people be with the, yeah exactly yeah. Even the events that you do um so it's good to hear that that you're able to kind of start doing things again which is exciting yeah definitely
1: yeah when they brought in the uh well, confusing um go back to work situation that people weren't quite sure <laughs> of what actually they were allowed. Go back um, to work, but stay inside, but go back yeah, to go work. Back, yeah but Don't work if you don't have to. It's like, right, okay. Everyone has to. Um, yeah, so but, but when they were saying, you know, if you can be outside and it can be from a social distance, um that that was when things started to pick up again.
0: Mm. Because
1: we were, you know, the weather was still nice then. So we were able to do some location shoots for some fashion brands. Um, and then there's been a few just editing jobs uh, so which we can just do from our home studio uh, yes yeah, so there's been there's been a few things it's still not where we hope to have been this point in the year yeah. but then I feel like who expected a finally yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah so I guess everything
0: you're doing right now is all all has to be outside all of the shoots all of the yeah. creative things is that a challenge or are you quite enjoying that
1: um it's definitely a challenge um because I mean where we've been doing this for so many years you know you work in a way that's just second nature and then so when we're on these shoots we will suddenly be going over to the (laughs) the kind of hey come look at this be like oh no wait we can't get that close (laughs) yeah and so it's you know you're constantly having to be aware that yeah all these other rules now and um so we're trying to do what we can to make sure that we're staying within the guidelines
0: I guess Um, because you and Nathan are obviously like you're living together so and you're like we're not isolating anymore but like you're you've done lockdown together so you guys can like collaborate and you're fine right but it's obviously then the models or whoever you're working with you're not able to Get close yeah. to them that's yeah. the other thing as well like some people are comfortable with certain things and like that people have different parameters of what they are and aren't okay with so and yeah because again the government haven't been clear on it yeah. it's like yeah. <laughs> what what is everyone thinking i feel like I, I've spoken to a few people on my podcast before about mm-hmm. creating companies and being an entrepreneur. Would you consider... I mean, you are an entrepreneur. Yeah, I guess uh, so. That That's such a big deal. And especially to do yeah. it with a long-term partner. How... What was the conversation when you guys first decided, like, shall we create a company? Shall we, like, do this together? Because that's a big
1: commitment. Yeah. Do you know what? It wasn't, like... Um, it wasn't, like, one conversation that was, like, yeah, we're going to do it. Do you know. It was... Um, it was kind of, since we've known each other, we have always assisted each other with our work because we're we're in similar fields. I've done commercial photography at AUB. Nathan did um, media production at BU. And so his, his we, we've got different skills that work really well together. So mine's more like the ideas and the visual and direction sort of side of stuff. And then Nathan's really good with the technical side. So right we need this lens or this lighting or you know and so like when when we put them together it works really well so Mm. at uni we were just helping each other just to be nice (laughs) and but found (laughs) that it worked really well and we sort of you know needed each other's help we've always done that and the ideas kind of complemented each other yeah and so the ideas always kind of been there and um you know it's such a thing of like um Oh you shouldn't go into business with your partner like it, I I don't know if you've heard of it but I've
0: I was going to say I do think yeah a lot of people being like oh that's a
1: risky move yeah yeah like do it mix business with pleasure but it kind of when we were traveling we were, we were we were talking about doing it like 5 years down the line um and then when we got back from traveling and we are looking at other jobs we just weren't really Nathan always wanted to be self-employed because he mm. he just wants wants to be his own boss wants to create his own stuff and when I was looking at jobs, it was all—it was just so pigeonholed. To you know, you're literally the photographer. You literally just click the button because you've got then someone on the lights and then someone on and Right. Yeah. And then uh, Nathan got a really big client who, because of NDAs, so we can't say who. Um, but she, we got this really big influencer, and so we were running her YouTube for a little bit. Um, but unfortunately, we didn't get. It didn't. It, it wasn't like a good collaboration. Um, so we came away from that I'm glad that it happened because it was that step of oh wow if we can get a client like that already that's what gave me the confidence because I was really really scared about being self-employed um my dad's been self-employed for the last I don't know 10-15 years and he's always said you know how stressful it is doing invoicing yeah same for my dad yeah Yeah, yes I was always a bit like ooh, not really wanting to go teetering on the edge yeah Yeah, in the creative industry it's it's difficult to do the job you want to do unless you're self-employed but then it's when uh we got this client that I was like oh okay maybe maybe this will work um yeah it's just
0: that little bit of self-belief because there's so much self-doubt that like drowns that out so as soon as you get one thing you're like oh okay
1: yeah and the, although we're not working with her anymore um it she you know it's that gave me the confidence of oh no we can get clients we can we, we can do this yeah. and um so then after doing that and then after getting us with the client we're like hey it's it's all kind of just naturally come together yeah um, and that's when we decided on a name and um then I created the branding and so yeah so how we actually came about with the name Nacho is so it's spelled n-a-t-c-h-o and it was um so it's, it's kind of a combination of our names but how it was originally I thought it was yeah, yeah. I didn't
0: want to say it and then sound really stupid but I was like <laughs> is
1: it it's a mesh yeah, yeah but okay. how, how we came how we came about like trying to combine names was that um my dad was saying oh I love Simon Cowell's business Psycho and it's like from the Psy and the Co and I didn't even realize yeah. that Um. so then when I was like oh Nathan Chong nacho and then I was like oh flow kind of like it all it all works together Mm. and then we're like oh and then then we can do something really funky and weird with the branding of like having an actual nacho and (laughs) I saw it's so cool your website is so awesome like I love that I like how it it bites away yeah so it just came together really organically like nothing was really forced and then so yeah we've just been just been doing it really it's just kind of happened
0: and also I imagine that um yeah a lot of people do kind of have this thing about partners or like yeah people working together but then actually on the flip side of that I imagine it actually being so much easier to work with your partner because it's the one person that you feel you can be 100% honest honest with. Yeah, And I imagine it makes the decision-making process or, like, the creative process so much quicker because you can just be so upfront with each other and be like, this is working, this isn't working. Yeah,
1: I definitely agree with, uh, you know, for the time, uh, with the decision-making. Yeah, definitely a lot quicker. Um, I think sometimes we maybe should be a little bit... (laughs) nicer remember that we we still love each other and you know we're still actually a couple and maybe we shouldn't be as brutally honest about certain um but no so i think the thing is as well being in business together you have to there's a transition process where you're becoming you know you're developing a new relationship and Mm. what we've definitely been working on during lockdown because so nathan moved in last september and then that's when we created the office And we're working together, so you know we're literally together. We've been together twenty four seven since then. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I think you know the few months there there is an adjustment period, and I think you do you need to be patient with one another and understanding. um, You know, and it's creating this segregation between. Okay, right now we're being business partners, so it's about business, and we need to be cutthroat. And then having that switch off of okay now we're boyfriend and girlfriend and we need to be nice to each other <laughs>
0: yeah. no but it must be and especially because everything is happening in the confine of your home mm. so it's not even as though you have there's an not like a physical say space exactly where you can compartmentalize and be like yeah. the office is our business space and home is our home space like yeah. having it all yeah. it must be even the the lines must be even more blurred in terms of like figuring that out it yeah. must be so interesting the thing is when I think of you guys maybe because you guys went um went traveling for quite a long time so maybe in my head I'm like oh they, they they're they quite used to spending lots of um long periods of time together but yeah. it still must be quite daunting the idea of like moving it like and then moving in together and then also being in lockdown together was there ever a, po- a point of kind of any hesitation or any worry or We've kind of always um, like this
1: this will just work. Do you know what? I feel like we kind of got over all of that just at uni because we were always together and then travelling, you know, we're literally the other side yeah. of the world we couldn't go anywhere. Um <laughs> <laughs> think- get play- I'm done with the yeah, sort of so, playing back you know, to the UK. Um so I think we've I think we've had enough challenges before this before point. lockdown. So when yeah. it came to lockdown, it's like, oh well I'm used to being with you this much and not you know going anywhere and doing anything else so um yeah and also because when we first set up the business obviously all of our money is just going straight back into the business and so we've invested a lot so it means that we don't have the money to go out with our friends like you know whenever we get invited of like oh this weekend we're going here or this time we're doing this so we've had to say no to a lot of stuff because We just don't have that financial backing yet. Um, So I think prior to lockdown, when everyone was living their best life, and we kind of felt a bit stuck at home and stuck not being able to do anything, so we kind of had all those the feelings that everyone's had in lockdown. We kind of had those back last autumn, and so when lockdown happened, we're like, "Oh, well, no one else can do anything either now." It's just (laughs) like (laughs) you (laughs) guys. This is what it feels like.
0: (laughs) Do you feel as though? because you've invested so much into this and um and yeah as you said that you've had to say no to a lot of opportunities is there any part of you that like worries about missing out on things in your 20s that you see other people doing especially I feel like with Instagram and
1: social media you're constantly just surrounded by people like is yeah the killer hundred percent. I so I actually deleted Instagram for a week last week just to have some space from it. I I know so many people who do just that. to get back in my own head instead of worrying what everyone else is up to and mm. you know. Um, there's a point that I think is really important for everyone to know in their twenties is that you won't ever see other people's struggles on their social media. You're not going to see the different you know, the dark parts and the ugly parts of how they got to where they are, you're just going to see the pretty perfect, you know, like filtered part of everyone's lives. But I think, you know, at the end of the day, it is still difficult to switch off from it because you want to be on Instagram so you can keep up with what your friend's doing because everyone's moving 100 miles an hour and feel
0: connected yeah Yeah. and like
1: you know just being able to scroll scroll through their page and be like oh this is what they've been up to or they went here they went there so next time you see them you know what they've been up to so you can ask them about it already so it's it is nice to have that connection but I feel like I mean for us definitely yeah investing all our time and energy and money (laughs) into the business um we do feel like we're missing out on I know it sounds silly to say because we just went traveling <laughs> last year, but it does. But, you know, when we see friends going on holidays um, mm. or going on nights out or, you know, if they've asked us, we're like, oh, we're we're just going to go to France for the weekend or something. Do you want to come? And it's like, oh, God, can't couldn't even think about um, investing, <laughs> you know, putting money into a holiday with what we're investing yeah. Um, and also I
0: guess you guys are not actually based in London and a lot of people the natural migration to London after graduating or after school or whatever it seems yeah. though everyone is, is there and like yeah I definitely. do know a lot of who again similar to you are either studying or do something and have decided to stay in their hometown um and feel a little bit disconnected from friends that way yeah
1: do you- and it's not um it's not kind of like a choice that we're because we're not wanting to stay here we are wanting to be in London but at Mm. the moment we are staying with my parents so that we can afford to invest into the business because the equipment you know there's there's so much to buy and there's so much money that needs to go into it that we didn't even realize um and you just you just couldn't do it if you're having to pay rent in London so you know we're we're here for um we plan to be here for a year coronavirus has probably delayed us slightly um Mm -hmm. but I mean once once we've got everything we need and we've got that secure client base we will move to London because that is where we're trying to be based like a lot of our shoots and clients and stuff are London and that is the hope but yeah I definitely think you know seeing friends living together and living the life in London like partying every weekend and being able to go on holidays I definitely feel like I'm missing out on that but at the same time just got to keep going and you know it's you know your 20s that's there's still a decade I've still got time you know I've just turned 25 I've still got another five years you know and I feel like there's such a thing about turning 30 of right when you hit 30 that's it you have to be accomplished and married with babies and it's like well not really and I think you know because it's saying like oh your 20s is your fun but it's why why can't that continue for longer you know and so yeah you know if you don't want a kid to are 35 you know your, your 20s are you know that you carry on that same lifestyle I think something that's so important for everyone to understand and like everyone to keep is like stay positive I feel like it's so easy to fall down that negative like water slope or whatever you want to call it <laughs> but you know when you oh, just see. you have that one negative thought and then it's just right I've, I've gone yeah. all the way down now <laughs> and yeah. it's yeah you just have to stay positive I really believe in the law of attraction and I feel like when we're you know feeling really positive that's when work comes in that's where you'll suddenly meet someone that's like oh I, I know this person and you know things happen um if you feel feel yourself you know slipping um just take it come off social media for a bit take a take a little social media cleanse I feel like it definitely helps and go for a walk go get outside just be in the be in the world be present yeah
0: 100% like what I used to do before in the mornings it's just and it's so like habitual you just do it without even realizing I would just wake up and immediately like Scroll. go through my phone for like an hour mm. and I was like why have I just wasted an hour of my morning doing literally fuck all and it's so and then, and then I get really annoyed at myself yeah. at doing it as well. so now I'm really strict with myself or okay really strict I'm quite strict with myself and that's when I read and I like just use that hour to read and then it's like I'm actually doing something that I enjoy and yeah like taking a break from my phone and it's like a very very small thing that makes me feel a bit, bit better that I'm like okay I'm actually like yeah. able to like read some books and do yeah. some things um,
1: and it like yeah. makes my
0: day a bit better as well to start Definitely. off and not just be like
1: squirrel, 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 who's yeah. away Who do this? and then start my day. so um yeah it's So yeah, it's such a habit to break though isn't it like it's so terrible because I so find bad. when I delete Instagram for a bit because my habit now is just to be checking my phone because yeah. i don't have instagram to scroll it's through mind- i'm then like checking it's my mind- mind- three times a day or i'm just checking my calendar to see what plans i don't have still <laughs> just, cause no, no. just because i'm it's just become such a habit to check my phone
0: In terms of, like, the different things, because you're obviously co-founders with you and Nathan, mm-hmm. what would you say the different things that you guys both bring to the company? Like, what, yeah, so it sounds like you're, are you a bit more of the, the not the planner, but, like, it seems as though you're the one who's kind of got the, the big long-term, <laughs> short-term plans. Yeah. What kind of things does Nathan bring as the, the other co-founder to the company?
1: Um. So I do... Um, so I've done like the branding I do the invoicing I do all my lists (laughs) things like that and then Nathan does so much research into um, all the equipment he spends you know he spends hours on YouTube watching different things like finding ways to use cheaper equipment or um, just researching the same product but if he spends half an hour looking suddenly we've got it half price just from getting it from a different site and so he's Um, so good with saving us money by yeah he's so savvy with it well I'm just like a oh I can't go I'll just buy the first one I see kind of thing I'm I'm a really impulsive shopper (laughs) so Uh um so he's good to have he's good to have (laughs) so we definitely I mean everything with the business is that we we are just good at the complete opposite things so it just works perfectly because the stuff that I can't be bothered with like all the um equipment and stuff Nathan's so on it (laughs) Uh, yeah and I think because yeah running a business there's a lot of business stuff which you know because it's not obviously we do photography and videography but no one talks about and that's actually something my course was really good at we did a whole course on branding and invoicing and you know just like self-promotion like we looked at creating mm. websites and just creating your own something that's I'm making it. yourself a
0: brand. Yeah, yeah yeah definitely
1: so it was amazing that we did that because I don't think we would have been able to have done everything in the way that we've done it um had my course not had that unit so I think that yeah, was really really definitely. good but
0: this is actually something that I found really interesting because I was reading your blog post the yeah. one that um top tips for standout socials yeah because i especially one. yeah because i'm like especially for me i'm like god i need to do more with my own socials um <laughs> or with the podcast but i found it really interesting 3.8 billion social media users which is just like unbelievable mm-hmm. but how do you because i mean that that number is just mental to think about but how how do you find Different ways of doing that like because there are so many people out there trying to do kind of a similar thing and yet you've got to find like your own USP and your own avenue. How do you guys keep thinking up like new and innovative ideas? Do you find it really fun or do you find it quite like daunting? Or you just like um, I don't know, in, in a in a market that can feel quite saturated, yeah. How do you find like kind of making yourself stand out?
1: Um I think I think the thing is, is you can't worry too much about the fact there's 3.8 billion. I can't remember the number now. (laughs) Um, People, on social media, so a million. million. Um, I think the thing is, at the end of the day, you know, with a business, you create a client base that is a certain group of people. You need to find, you need to know your target audience and you need to find your own niche and basically just figure out the way to communicate that to them to, Mm. to create that network. But I feel like, you know, you're never going to be seen by all of those users. So I think, yeah, yeah, I think don't stress yourself about trying to stand out against everyone because you're just not going to stand out against everyone. I think just as long as you're standing out to the right people, to the people that, because I mean, there's no point, there's no point trying to, be seen by everyone if it, if it's only five percent of that people are the ones that you actually want to communicate your brand to because yeah. what's the point in all those people seeing you if they're not going to care so I think just really focus on yeah just don't stress about there being that many people just figure out who you want to you know like what once you've got your target audience you will then be found by more people of that group.
0: Yeah, definitely. I suppose that's actually such a good point. You can't get overwhelmed with the idea of of how many people are using Instagram yeah. and what every single person is doing. And if you generalize it and like make something too open, you're actually damaging yourself. Whole yeah, yeah. Because I think that is definitely something that, like, not that I'm trying to make this fucking podcast for the whole world, because it's definitely not. But yeah, just something that where you're like, <laughs> how do I, how do I reach? A big audience actually you're so right just like going super niche is actually yeah.
1: keep it far, small far. keep it small keep it focused keep your head directed in the position that you want to go and just kind of you know block off the the all the other chaos that's around that's you always. you know it's it's a huge thing and we've got another um, blog post that talks about the importance of digital presence as well because you know like if you're not online um you're not going to survive and you know your business won't be around in five to ten years because it's just not it's that's just just how the way is going especially now with coronavirus everything is turning to online yeah Yeah.
0: let's rewind back a little bit and think okay um, your time at uni and Mm. how you found university you went to Bournemouth didn't you
1: Yeah, Bournemouth Arts. So we're like the, the tiny little creative hub next to the BU one. (laughs) Oh, I didn't realise. Are they completely separate? Or or is it like an umbrella? They're right next to each other, but they are completely separate unis. So we, we were called AUB and then Bournemouth Uni is called BU. Um, but there's uh, it's quite funny because there's always like this uni rivalry. I um, was literally about to ask. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's like thing, isn't it? Or when you're like on a clubbing night out and they're like, anyone from this uni? And they're like, Way! And you're like, yeah. anyone from this uni? And you're like, Way! <laughs> um, and what you studied photography, right? Or was it was it art and photography?
1: So there was two photography courses. One was fine art and one was commercial. Right. The fine art was I mean, they're both quite conceptual, but the fine art one is you know you could you didn't even actually have to take a picture if you didn't want to because my housemate she did the finite one and I think during her second year she didn't actually take any photos because she just manipulated old photos and it was all about a concept so it's uh, okay. it's about like the method um and the idea whereas commercial is like right this is a product you need to take a photograph that's going to sell it right, so there's okay. so there's a target audience and a client base and, um, so and that's, that's, what
0: that's what you. That's what.
1: Yeah, so I did commercial.
0: Oh, so cool! So, yeah. I mean, from the get-go, then you always knew that you wanted to be doing commercial photography, and like, yeah, that was your goal. Yeah, I think. And was Nathan well, on the same same course as you, or was he
1: doing? So he a was actually you <laughs> Traitor. What <laughs> it's, it, it's so funny because on the oh my on god the this uni, is a full
0: Romeo Juliet story I, I love it. i'd Say
1: on the um, uni page, I think it was called like um Winter Massive or something. Like, you know every uni's got their Facebook page where they post like, oh, right, events yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. And then <laughs> there used to be comments of people like. Oh, I'm from AUB and dating a boy from BU, and my groom and Juliet, and we're like, mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who would ever do that? It's mm, not yeah, me. That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> dating someone from the uni next door. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, uh, so how did yes, you guys you, meet? No, do you know what I really like about our story is that we actually met in person, so it wasn't it wasn't like a Tinder or anything, which I find is really rare these really days. Really rare, really rare. Yeah. honestly. Um, it's so bizarre. So I actually met his sister before because she went to AUB. Oh, um, nice. And I think it was like at an after party at ours. <laughs> she was cold, so I like, let her borrow some clothes or something. And then we met. And then so I knew of Nathan through her, but I'd never met him. And then because oh, okay. I knew of him, I'd sort of spotted him at like different house Events parties and then at the pub I was working at. And then there was one night when I was actually serving him at the pub. And he was like, oh, thanks, Flo. And I was like, oh, <laughs> You know, I know my name. My name. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, you're Jess, isn't it? And I was like, oh, yeah. And so we were talking a bit there. And then I think, the yeah, then it was, I can't even remember what point in the year that was now. But then, yeah, I was on a night out, one of our first nights out back when, after the summer holidays, he was out, he's a September baby, so he was out with his friends for his birthday. And then I spotted him again. So I just went over and said hi. And then, yeah, then haven't been able to get rid of him since, so... <laughs> I originally wasn't sure if I wanted to do a full degree because I knew creative, you know, you can kind of just work your way up. Um, mm. And so, yeah, I, di- I didn't know if I wanted to do a full degree. I mean, 50 grand's a lot of money to be borrowing. <laughs> but then I went, I was like, oh, I want to get the uni experience today. So I'll do my foundation degree at a uni rather than just down the road. Uh, right. So then, I, so that's why I went to AUB for my foundation degree. And then it's once I was then on the photography pathway, that's when I then did um, the internship at Selfridges in the photography studio, where I got to shadow a photographer. And then I helped wow. out a little bit with the styling as well, just sort of like um, basic office assisting work so you know that they'll be like you have to shoot 50 outfits for the website in that one day so the photographer you know it's all set up and you're literally just shooting as the model turns so it's still not that creative but when I was there I got to assist um a creative shoot which was not in the studio we went into a different room and then that's when we got materials and we made like a backdrop and we did some styling of like the little still life shots and And so we did a creative shoot. And it was when we were doing that, I was like, oh no, yeah, it's this kind of creative, um, yeah, sort of more. It like has all of the best parts of it put together. Yeah. Oh cool. And that's that's when I sort of like, yeah, this is what I really enjoy.
0: It's good actually. It's that's really lucky that you had that opportunity to get such a like holistic view Mm. and then narrow it down because I think that there are so many people, myself included in this, who Um, end up leaving uni no like with and not like there's no more kind of narrowed view of what we want to do out of it so you're still like I have all of this knowledge but I still don't have a particular pathway or like view on what I want to do next so the fact that you could have that in your foundation and then just like finesse that
1: more yeah like following years is so good I mean I definitely wasn't like I know exactly what I want to do. I feel like I'm always umming and ahhing and I'm I'm just I'm an incredibly indecisive person so I think um, I think I've just kind of let life guide me naturally and I know it sounds a bit hippy-dippy but I'm such a believer like you know there's a higher power there's a destiny that you're you just kind of need to let happen and I feel like if you force something too much it just it just doesn't work. I'm such a control freak and I like to have a plan but sometimes you just have to sit back and be like you know what there isn't a plan but and and that's okay because things will just happen on their own that are meant yeah. to happen and it's just allowing them to happen is what's going to create that organic process
0: yeah that's so true and that's so important now more so than ever uh, in a time where i feel i think that's such a an important thing for a lot of people that that do feel kind of quite controlling and do have that like ocd part of their personality where they love to control every part mm. of their life mm. and then they've been thrust into coronavirus mm. which yeah is like, most unpredictable time ever, and they feel yeah. like they have no sense of control. It's like learning to just let that let it go. Run. Yeah, exactly. And it's so that's-
1: difficult to learn if it if that's who you are. If you if you like to be organized and plan, it's it is so difficult, and it's not. You know, mm-hmm. there's nothing that anyone can say that's going to make it less difficult for you to try and adjust to because it. You know, if that's who I was a person, you're literally having to change everything about who yeah, you are really, and your yeah. nature. So it's, you know, it's, it is a lot easier said than done. And I still have days where I just have a full on panic because I can't plan <laughs> like everything that we're going to do. And because I like making goals for us each year and each month and each week. And at the moment, I just can't do any of that because we just don't know. That's such a good idea to create goals. I'm actually,
0: every time I listen to a new podcast on things, um that is one thing that seems to be a recurring theme is that people what is it it's called like um affirmations so like you basically will write things down yes exactly (laughs) speak speak your success into action because like who was what was I listening to the other day oh Bernadine Evaristo who's like a quite a famous author who yeah yeah uh, I
1: saw
0: and she said that she wrote 25 years ago that she was going to win the Booker Prize and she wrote it down and like spoke it out so many times. And then, like, okay. and then obviously now it's happened. And there was another one is, oh yeah, Jim Carrey was like, oh yeah, at the beginning of the year, I, this is when obviously he was a massively unknown actor. He wrote himself a check for like $10 million. And by the end of that year, he'd done like The Mask and all of his biggest films oh and joy, could actually bank check. And it's like,
1: such so a, this, this yeah. is a
0: you can actually, like, manifest their... Manifest your destiny. Do you think, good for you to um because you were saying about like setting yourself goals do you think it's good to set yourself achievable goals and then also the kind of far-reaching slightly unachievable
1: goals or do you think that's quite make short-term realistic plans or goals sorry um and then set like a year or five-year goal that you're like you know what this would be the dream but whether I get there or not you know you can't stress about the fact that if you're if you don't get there, because, you know, it's, if, if you didn't get the luck, then it's not going to happen. But I d- yeah, I definitely believe that if you, yeah, if you set yourself that goal, you're constantly, you're constantly working towards that thing.
0: What your experience was at university and how you were kind of able to cope with your mental health during that
1: period
0: and that your experience of that?
1: yeah so at university I was actually it was at the very start I was diagnosed with anxiety and I was like oh that explains a lot um (laughs) but they they were really good like I was put on some NHS um I can't remember it's letters so I can't remember which letters now but you know they give counseling all about the fight and flight um Mm. and they they go into that and so I did that I didn't really think it was very helpful um, but then the uni, my uni offered free counselling and going to them, I felt like they were amazing. Um, so anytime I was really struggling, I just booked an appointment and then could see them that week. Um, which was oh, like crazy. such an incredible thing to offer. Um, because I mean, like with the NHS, you know, there's such long waiting this. So I know someone yeah. when they were a at month. a really bad point and were told that they had to wait eight months for counselling and it's like "Mm, well if they've got suicidal thoughts what's an eight month waiting list yeah there's no real no so I know that there is an awareness of mental health now which is great I think people are striving for better services I guess you call them for for mental health it's one of those things like uni's you're in a bubble from the real world and like being in the real world now I'm like oh god my problems weren't actually that bad but at the time it felt like the worst thing ever and so yeah I did really struggle with it but I think the uni offered such a good yeah like with the counting and everything they they offered like a lot which was really really helpful
0: god that's amazing that you had such a like good resource like on your doorstep yeah I definitely do I so get that being a at university, because you do feel so disconnected, don't you, from the rest of the world? Mm. But you do like everything that happens at university is stressful and it, it and feels very heavy in it's its own way. Like I remember having times where I was like struggling to pay my rent and I like wasn't talking to people about it and I was getting super stressed and I'm like, not able to sleep and um and it's something now that I was like I could have just spoken to my halls or I could have spoken to someone about it and they yeah, would have been just ask awesome for help, but exactly mm. but you just keep it all really heavy you and just like, feel and stuck that in that moment don't you yeah and I guess you know you probably don't openly speak about things as much as you could have because it it was less open in like normal discourse at the time yeah or, I don't know so you know there's no like even though you can now put things into perspective, there's no doubting the fact that like at that time, it would have felt really like overwhelming.
1: What I'll say about mental health is that you need to know your triggers and your karmas. So for me, I'm now aware that my triggers are um, if I've had quite a lot of alcohol uh, in, you know, if I've had like a few glasses of wine three nights in a row, I can, I can start to feel like a little bit jittery, um, social media, if I'm on social media too much. So I've, I've now started, um, just like deleting it for three days at a time or like for a week or whatever, just to come away from it. Um, and, and then like my calm is, I know that if I do daily exercise, it keeps me at like a, it gives me like that cleaner headspace, like bad diet is another one that makes me feel a bit weird I think my mum was watching something because I'm intolerant to gluten anyway and then she was watching a show that's all about mental health and the diet and they're saying about how um really intrinsically linked yeah so like gluten which is in like all processed foods and also sugar they're really bad for your mental health because your body can't digest them the way that it's supposed to digest healthy organic food and Mm. yeah there's like a really big link between your diet and your mental health um so it's not just about your physical health so i definitely think if anyone's struggling just look look at like every aspect of your life look at your what you're eating look at what you're drinking what are you spending your spare time doing um and then and just try and try and get control over those things because it can be such a small change but it can make such a positive impact on your day and then that becomes a positive impact on your week and then suddenly you just feel fresh again and you're you're not in that like gray fuzzy area anymore
0: have you found um that you have been okay in terms of managing your anxiety
1: during a time like coronavirus where as I said it's like (laughs) I'm uncertain yeah I mean it's been it's such a weird time for everyone like even people who don't suffer mental health problems this is just a really challenging time for everyone where and it's Mm. it's not anything that anyone can ask anyone for advice for because you know like if you have a baby and you're nervous about it you can ask your mum about when they had you or when someone's (laughs) lost a job you can ask someone that's lost their job but this pandemic no one in our lifetime has gone through a pandemic no one knows like what to suggest or what to feel like there's there's no one to that you know like every time there's a situation you're nervous about it's reassuring to speak to someone that's been through it but there's no one that's been through this. We're all going through it together for the first time. I think a lot of people have felt this, that it kind of comes in waves of emotion where you can have days where you're like, do you know what? I can get so much done at home. I can go for my walk. I can catch up with this person FaceTime and you've been really positive and you're like, Oh wow, look how amazing it is for the world. Um, And then the next day, you're just like, oh, my God, I've lost everything. And and, um, yes, I I think it's it's important to acknowledge that you're going to have ups and downs and there's going to be some days that you just feel like crap. And what I found Mm -hmm. is that when I get those days, instead of trying to force myself to be happy, just write that day off. Just go and watch Netflix all day. Watch something light-hearted. Eat a whole tub of ice cream. <laughs> drink, I mean, drink a whole yeah. bottle of wine if you want. If that's what you want to do <laughs> with your day, just and just just be be nice to yourself. I think everyone just needs to be nicer to themselves and everyone around them.
0: So, as we are wrapping up the potty, I have
1: couple of last questions to ask you which are
0: what are you currently feeling most uncertain about
1: uncertain about um when when our work will actually be back to normal because like events and um you know things like that things being open um mm. that i mean when, when's coronavirus actually going to end we just don't know so when's it going to get back to normal that's the thing that's Where the hell is the
0: vaccine? Yeah. yeah so
1: yeah you know the arts the creative industries that it's just such a struggle and i think yeah the uncertainty is that no one knows when this coronavirus is going to stop everyone's kind of rebooking everything for next year but what if it's still around next year we just don't know yeah definitely it's it's so difficult um and what are you most
0: certain about
1: right now most certain about is um sticking like sticking with my business staying staying forward with it just you know keep going keep pushing and don't stress about the fact that it's gone slower than what we'd hoped because we we've done it for a reason we've set it up for a reason and we're so invested in it now um yeah yeah we're just we're certain that we're definitely not gonna give up for for well ho- hopefully never give up but you know it's I think especially for a startup you've got to give it at least three years to see where it goes
0: yeah um, definitely
1: so yeah I think I'm most certain about is Nacho creative is gonna work yeah gonna <laughs> oh,
0: <wow. laughs> even if you just see how much you guys have achieved in such a
1: short space of time you can see that this business has got yeah. A very yeah it doesn't feel like we've done um loads of work um as in like terms of actual photography video video work um but then looking back and looking at all the different shoots and we're like oh we've actually we've actually done done pretty darn good considering we're in a pandemic and it's not first year of business
0: (laughs) again so uh, you gotta just celebrate those small the small victories exactly which is so hard to do but something that I'm definitely trying to teach myself to yeah. so you guys have honestly like, is, given the fact that you you're not even a, a year yet you've done so much and only have like a long long career ahead of you for sure oh, okay.
1: um, thank you <laughs> so, thank you so much for being on the podcast you're today. welcome and if anyone is looking for any photo video work then our Instagram <laughs> is, uh, at Nacho, which is spelled N-A-T-C-H-O underscore creative. You can check us out, see what we do, and we can help you sell your business if anyone is interested. <laughs> and your website as well, which is also nachocreative.com. Yeah, so I think. www.nachocreative.com is our website. So you can also see our work there. And yeah, just hit us up if you need anything.
0: Oh, <laughs> I'll also put that all in the show notes as well, so it will all be there. <laughs> cannot ignore. Um, thank you so much. It's been so You're nice welcome. to chat. Yeah, thank you for having me on. It's been fun. It's been the uncertainties. Bye. Bye.